1: Shank of the day, baby. Time to get up and get at them, Bob and Jill, to do the chores with you this morning to get things started. And lots of things to talk about. The Crop Progress Report came out yesterday. We'll update that for you. Also, a lot of weekend activities, dairy breakfasts are going on. Also, uh, if you're over in the Ellsworth area, Jill, there's something to celebrate over there
0: it's a curd festival six thousand pounds of curds they're going to (laughs) be celebrating
1: i don't know if they're going to deep fry them all or if they're (laughs) going to be you know having them raw curds and deep fried all kinds of and all kinds of flavored curds i don't know what they're going to have but six thousand pounds you'll get filled up that's what friday and saturday friday and saturday all right downtown ellsworth so again cheese curd festival over there And, of course, uh, lots of other things uh, going on around the area. As we get the breakfast, we'll talk about those as we go along. Jill and I had a chance yesterday to go over to Marshfield because that's where the new FFA officer team spends the week after the convention getting uh, acclimated to what their job is going to be and find out what their strengths are, what they have to work on to be leaders of the FFA in Wisconsin for the next year. And uh, an interesting group. To say the least, wouldn't you?
0: It is an integration group, and one of the p- kids that I interviewed said as soon as they were elected, they just meshed. She said they're the personalities meshed together, and they're all just happy to be there, so they're really excited about working together th- this year.
1: Yeah, and Casey Dank, of course, of Mondovi, will be and is the state president, so she'll be leading that group also... what. Uh, one- one of the guys, Isaac Hopke, who is a section one officer, he's the state secretary for the officer team from the Spooner FFA chapter and uh interesting young man. He's uh, comes from a well a hobby farm up there in the Spooner area really. And he's going to the University of Minnesota. He eventually wants to go back on the farm, but he's majoring in aerospace engineering. I said, How are you gonna what's aerospace engineering gonna do for you? If you come back to Spooner and want to be on a farm or whatever the case may be. And he had a big smile, and he explained it all. But uh, we'll hear from those kids. Young people, I should say, not kids, young people, uh, as we go along here over the next uh, period of time. But uh, interesting young people, the new office team from our area, by the way. In case you missed it, Section 1, Isaac Hopke from Spooner. Section 2, Heidi Stry from Osseo Fairchild. Section 3, Kendra Goplin from Whitehall. Section 7, Devaney Hinkleman from the Loyal FFA chapter. And, of course, Casey Dink, the president, from the uh, Mondovi FFA. And if you're familiar with that name, Denk, you should be because uh, her dad, Mark, Works with the Chip Valley Technical College, and uh, he's on the air with us an awful lot. So, again, we congratulate all those young people for a job well done. Mother Nature, a job well done, too. Not a bad forecast. Feeding information to the folks who feed you.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Our
1: Skyward 13 weather forecast brought to you by Markwart Motors. And don't forget, today is today. Markwart Motors hosting food trucks at their Lake Halley location every Wednesday this summer. That's today. So the Halley location, Lake Halley location for Marquardt Motors, that's where the food trucks will be from 11 until 2 today and a good day to get out and enjoy the food trucks 83 with sunshine today a little northwest wind to kind of keep the humidity down as well tomorrow warms back up to 90 89 on friday partly sunny and there is still that chance of rain in the forecast for saturday 82 hopefully it won't be until later on the day we'll check with mike later on and partly sunny in the 70s sunday and monday it's 65 right now Here in the O'Claire Claire Chippewa Falls are in Milwaukee's the warmest. They're 77 this morning. We should have an unbelievable day. About 83 with some sun. Winds out of the northwest keeping the humidity down. Should be a dandy. We're mid-60s right now. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Claire Want some news? NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas.
3: Katie Britt is the winner in Alabama's Republican Senate primary runoff. Britt, who is endorsed by former President Trump, defeated Representative Mo Brooks.
4: I will work tirelessly every day to make Alabama proud. As Garland said, Alabama's future is bright.
3: Trump formally endorsed Brooks until he expressed desire to move past Trump's false claims of 2020 election fraud. Britt will face Democratic nominee Will Boyd in November. The Supreme Court has ruled on a case that could be a game changer for public education.
2: If a state's going to give money for this kind of uh, support, it also has to give it to uh, parents that send their children to schools that offer
5: a religious education.
3: Legal analyst Pete Williams says in a 6-3 decision, the high court ruled public vouchers are allowable for private and religious schools in rural areas of the U.S. It means parents in some cases now have the choice to send their kids to schools using their taxes meant for public schools. America's best-known Nazi hunter will lead a Justice Department team to identify and prosecute anyone who committed war crimes in Ukraine. Attorney General Merrick Garland said Eli Rosenbaum will lead a team of experts in investigations involving human rights abuses and war crimes. Rosenbaum has handled more than 100 cases involving accused Nazis. An earthquake has killed about 130 people in Afghanistan. The U.S. Geological Survey says a magnitude 6.1 earthquake was felt early Wednesday in a densely populated area of eastern Afghanistan. You're listening to NBC News Radio.
1: Farm safety will be a very important aspect of Farm Technology Days at Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions July 12th, 13th, and 14th in Clark County. Melissa Pluckelman is with the National Farm Medicine Center in Marshfield, working with Farm Safety at Farm Tech Days. And Melissa, tractors are going to be part of the effort of farm safety. What's the tractor part? We will have a
4: tractor rollover demonstration out at the Farm safety and rescue area this will show the importance of roll bars on your tractor with a roll bar and a seat belt the operator is 99 percent likely to survive in the chance of a rollover come on out to our area see how a tractor actually rolls over and the difference with and without a roll bar sign up to get your own tractor retrofitted with a rebate program so you will never pay more than 500 dollars out of pocket and we will be giving away a free rollover retrofit at the end of the show
1: And also, ATVs' safety will be part of the program. What are you going to do for ATVs?
4: We know ATV trauma and incidents are up in our area, so we will have an ATV on a tilt table being able to show participants how to ride properly and how to make sure that you are the right size for the machine. So come on out and see that,
1: too. And age appropriate as well and respirators so important in some of these areas on the farm what do you can do with respirators yes a respirator is
4: no good if it doesn't fit correctly so the marshfield clinic is going to send out some people to do respirator fit testing so if you live and work on a farm or in a dusty area come on out figure out how to actually do a fit test with a respirator so that you can protect yourself your lungs and your family
1: Farm Safety, a focal point of Farm Technology Days in Clark County, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Melissa Pleckelman from the National Farm Medicine Center will be very important in the Farm Safety Clinics.
6: Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, three
1: generations of continuous care. Keeping it rural, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, quick check of our weather today. It doesn't get much better than this. 83 with sun, a little northwest breeze today, taking the humidity out of it. 90 tomorrow, 89 on Friday, partly sunny. And then again, we still have that little chance of rain, I guess, or maybe a bigger chance of rain. We'll check in with Mike Dandry later on and find out about that. That's on Saturday with a high about 82 and then partly sunny on Sunday and Monday. Temperatures in the 70s around the area now. 60s mostly, Medford 64, Wausau 68, Marshfield at 66, and some 70 degrees as well, 73 in La Crosse. Green Bay 70, Madison Sun Prairie 71, 77 in Milwaukee, 65 right now here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. And Chippewa Falls, busy place tonight. Don't forget, the chicken dinner will be served at the fairgrounds, the annual June chicken dinner. Oh, that's a good one too. We'll take a look at the markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
7: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Keeping
1: strong.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Seven and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. Once again, we've got 65 degrees. And Jill, what do the cash livestock numbers look like this morning?
0: Choice fed beef steers are 146 to 153, with mixed at 140 to 146. Choice fed beef heifers are 145 to 150, with mixed at 138 to 144. Choice Fed Holstein steers are 126 to 145 with selects at a dollar to a dollar 25. Cows are 75 to a dollar. Bulls are 69 to 115 with butcher hogs at 92 to 109. Sows are 40 to 54 with boars at 19 to 20. New crop market lambs are 212 and down. Old crop market lambs there's no quote. Feeder lambs is two hundred five to two hundred twenty with ewes at seventy five to one hundred five. Small goats are fifty dollars to one hundred seventy five dollars. Medium goats are one hundred to two hundred fifteen dollars. Large goats are two hundred five to three hundred ninety dollars.
1: And at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures live cattle were lower yesterday. We got the August contract finishing at one hundred thirty six twenty five, that's down thirty two. October at one hundred forty two thirty down twelve and December live cattle. down 32. Feeder cattle were higher yesterday. August closed up 235 at 175.30. September feeders 177.27 up 247. October at 178.97 up 245. November feeder cattle at $180.30 up 240. In January up 220 at 180.37. Hogs were also higher. Lean carcass contracts. July one twelve seventy two up one seventy two August at one oh nine eighty up one ninety two in October ninety four fifty seven that was up eighty seven with December hogs eighty seven ten up seventeen on the board of trade mostly lower as we've got uh, some pretty good rains coming and some moderate temperatures ahead good for the crops and it took took prices lower and uh, down yesterday and down overnight. July corn down a nickel this morning at 755. December corn down eleven at six ninety. The oats down nineteen at six seventeen. July wheat now well under ten dollars. Nine sixty-one down thirteen cents. July soybeans sixteen sixty-five this morning down fifteen. November beans down twenty-two overnight at fourteen eighty-eight, and meal down two sixty at four twenty-eight seventy. Barrel cheese, two seventeen a pound, up a cent and a quarter. The blocks at two ten, down four and a half. Butter down a penny at two ninety three. June class three at twenty four thirty one was up a penny. Then the prices went lower. July twenty three twenty seven, down twenty nine. August now under twenty four dollars, down twenty seven at twenty three eighty six. September at twenty three seventy three, and October down fourteen at twenty three fifty six. An early morning look at the markets, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5
2: and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: We've had some hay and weather, and if you've got your hay off, good for you. I know there's still a lot to come off, but what are we seeing out there in those stands? Brad Matson joins us once again this morning, lead agronomist with ProVision Partners Cooperatives. And uh, Brad, it seems like uh, every year that wind blows, and boy, we've had a windy spring and it's blowing in some critters, huh?
8: Yeah, it's to say the least, it's been about the most miserable spring. Trying to get any herbicides applied with the wind that's out there. The we have all we had all this rain and a couple of days it turned to dust here real quickly. So that wind is sucking her out, and and it's uh, along with the winds, it's uh, bug season. So we're starting to see a few leafhoppers popping in with these southerly flows. Nothing that we've had to go out and spray yet, but it's just something you're going to have to keep an eye on those populations, especially some of these uh, new seeding fields are going to be the most vulnerable right now uh, at this time. But you're going to want to check your your other alfalfa fields, depending if you just got them cut, they're going to be more vulnerable versus the stuff that's uh, a couple weeks away from cutting again.
1: What's the threshold for spraying, or if we're close enough to cutting, just wait and cut? What's the agronomic advice?
8: Well, typically it's the, it's uh, a tenth of a, of a leaf hopper per inch of height. So if you had uh, a 10 inch tall alfalfa out there and you took a sweep nut and you did 10 sweeps and you got one leaf hopper, that would be right at the threshold because, and and that, so it varies with the height of the alfalfa. The more, the taller the alfalfa, the more that you can tolerate. When you get close to cutting, then it's always, you know, evaluate, do we uh, just move up cutting a little bit or do we uh, go in and spray. Most of the time we're going to promote the cutting and then watch the regrowth and see if we're going to have to spray the regrowth and, and give us uh, products that will give us some length to uh, get that next crop through without having to maybe spray twice. So,
1: And of course that's the uh, the alfalfa, but uh, as far as the corn, as we're getting here to the end of June, first part of July, time to do a little side dressing?
8: Yeah, we're in the you know, we're, that corn's getting up to that critical point where we're going to have maximum uptake of nitrogen and potassium. So we're getting a lot of side dressing going right now. You want to be out there, you know, in that v 5 B6 stage, depending on what your program is. So now's really optimal time here because uh, it be a couple blinks of an eye and that corn's going to get uh, up to shoulder high. And, and the way it's going right now will probably... Fourth of July, it won't be knee-high, it'll be close to shoulder-high again, or even taller. So it's amazing how fast this stuff has changed once we got some heat. And,
1: And of course, it not only helps the crops grow, it helps the weeds grow, too. How serious are we as far as weed escapes and maybe got away from us a little bit? What are you seeing out there?
8: Yeah, with the crazy spring we had, some of the early stuff... uh that was sprayed, you know, nothing's been going on. We're running out of some of the chemicals, are starting to get closer to their half life, so their effectiveness. Seeing a lot of water hemp escapes right now, that can be very serious because it's hard to control. It's your limit on the products that you can use, and the voracious level that those things produce seeds, you don't really even want a 1% escape with them. So, places that I wouldn't expect to see problems with them we're, we're really starting to see them blow out so that's another one that's uh you're going to really want to watch out there it seems a lot of different types of chemical stresses on the crop because of the cool weather we had earlier but that's pretty much growing out of it right now but again you want to kind of keep an eye on those types of things but really keep an eye if you know you've got water hemp in the area keep an eye on that because that's um it's been great weather for that and it, and it's that weed is really doing well
1: right now yeah, it's growing season, and that includes the weeds. So make sure you keep the phone number of your Provision Partners agronomist handy because uh, they can come out and help you make a decision. Brad Matson joining us once again. Brad, elite agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative. Brad, stay cool. Uh, we're going to try, Bob. You too. Thank you, Brad. Brad Matson with us once again this morning on our Provision Partners Cooperative. Fifteen and a half minutes after five o'clock, we'll take a look at some of the farm news, crop progress report, how the crop's doing. We'll do that next here on Wax. Brought to you by
2: Chili Implement in Chili.
1: Got hay on the brain? Vermeer knows the feeling. They've been thinking about hay and forage for more than 50 years. From the first large round baler back in 1971 to today, Vermeer continues to pioneer and engineer high quality hay tools for every step of the haymaking process. Mowers, tetters, rakes, balers, bale wrappers, and bale processors. All supported by your local dealer and backed by Vermeer. Ask your local hay and forage experts to find the yellow iron hay tool from Vermeer in our area. That's Chili Implement in Chili, just west of Marshfield. H, then south on Y. The
2: first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: About 65 degrees out there. We'll get about 83 today with sunshine. That means the crops are not doing too bad. Jill, in fact, give us an update. What's happening? Now it's time to watch the corn grow as this week's
0: crop progress report shows the corn is pretty much all planted across the country. The crop, shows, the crop report shows 95% of the corn has emerged and is rated 70% to good to excellent condition, down 2% from last week. Farmers also have 94% of their soybeans in, and the crop is now rated 68% good to excellent, also down 2% from a week ago. The winter wheat crop is 25% harvested as the crop struggles with with a good-to-excellent rating of just 30%. In Wisconsin, 97% of the corn has been planted, with 92% of the plants emerged. The crop is rated 82% good-to-excellent, down 3% from last week. State farmers also have 97% of their soybeans planted, about five days ahead of the five-year average, as 89% of the beans have emerged. The crop is rated 81% good to excellent this week. All the oats and potatoes are in across the state, with the oat crop rated 82% good to excellent and the potatoes rated 94% good to excellent. Farmers are also reporting an excellent first crop hay for both quantity and quality, as 84% of first crop has now been made. Top soil moisture this week is 89% adequate to surplus, 10% short, and 1%, very short, with southwestern parts of the state being the driest.
1: So things are growing well, as we see the crop report and also talk to Brad Matson. The weeds, the corn, the soybeans, the hay, it's all growing well in Wisconsin. All right, coming up, we are going to hear from Jill's niece. That is Courtney Zimmerman, and Courtney, of course is our national officer from Wisconsin this year, the Central Region Vice President. She was a keynote speaker at the FFA convention in Madison last week, and we'll catch up with her and her travels. She's been a busy young lady. We'll talk to her next on Wax. Wax 104.5
2: and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: I think she still calls Wisconsin home, even though I don't think she's around here very much. We're talking about our Central Region National FFA Officer Courtney Zimmerman from Spencer. How much time do you get at home, and how much traveling have you done since the convention?
9: You know, it's been go, go, go all the time. Um, At the beginning of the year, they said we were going to have 320 days of of our year on the road, and I was like, hmm. I wonder if that's true, and my goodness, it is. So um, thus far, we just hit six months, and I've been in 33 states and on 50 flights. So actually, my flight to the Wisconsin State Convention was kind of cool because it was my 50th flight, and I was like, oh, how perfect that that lined up. But it's been go, go, go all the time, but I'm extremely grateful for the experiences and the places that I've gone to so far. So
1: so how many frequent flyer miles have you racked up?
9: I am currently at gold status at American Airlines. <laughs>
1: So what have been some of the memorable visits in those 33 states that you've been to?
9: Oh my goodness. I think every single state that I've gone to, I've been incredibly um, grateful for the states because so many of them, they're all just so different. And to kind of get a peek into their own FFA associations has been really awesome to see. And the members nationwide as well. But I've been able to travel. I've been out west from Montana to Idaho all the way over to the east coast in Pennsylvania and everywhere in between. And so I've been cutting across the U.S. And I've been extremely grateful for the students that I've been able to meet along the way and hear their stories and meet them where they're at. Um, so it's one thing that certainly makes makes me realize that this is why I do why I do for those students.
1: I think I'm picking up some kind of an accent that's kind of a hybrid from the west and the south already.
9: Oh my goodness. You know, it's funny because I've heard that a few times and I don't know. I don't think I have that much different of an accent, but uh, my teammates always tease me at the beginning of the year because I sounded very Wisconsin. And uh, so they tried to like, water it down, water it out of me. But I don't know. I'm not picking up an accent, I don't think.
1: (laughs) Courtney Zimmerman with us from Spencer, of course, our national FFA officer this year. What do you see and what are some of the things that uh, you've noticed about other FFA chapters in other states? Maybe some things that uh, surprise you or are they as good as Wisconsin? What have you noticed?
9: So I am not biased at all, but I think Wisconsin has one of the best conventions in the nation but truthfully um, I'm, I'm really appreciative for the convention that we have and the support that we have and I'm not saying that there are states that don't have that but we're very lucky because we have it to a capacity that some states don't and so as I've traveled traveled from convention to convention and met with state officer candidates state officers there is one thing that's a golden thread through every place that I've gone and it's the incredible rebound that FFA has had over COVID because we all know that it's been extremely difficult things have been thrown our way that nobody ever imagined of Uh, but being able to you know have that in-person convention get together after such a long time apart is something that we once took for granted and so it really hit me when I was at the Kansas State Convention because and there was a past state officer he was doing a presentation for the district officers and there was probably 30 students in the room or so and he asked them how many of you have been to an in-person convention before now these are district officers so they're playing a pretty major role in convention and one student raised their hand and in that moment it hit me because so often FFA's been in my my blood forever, and it's something that has built me up to where I am today. And realizing that some students didn't have that opportunity to go to that convention, but now knowing that they're fully taking advantage of those experiences and those opportunities is something that is just so, it just almost warms your heart in a way, because COVID wasn't easy, but we're rebounding, and we're coming back better than ever, and seeing members excited about being in person, and it just makes you makes you realize of how grateful we are for this organization and the members within.
1: And Courtney, as you said, you've been in 33 states already. Have you noticed, is FFA basically the same or have you seen some states that have kind of unique projects or you know because of their geography or topography or whatever?
9: Yes I'm so glad that you asked that actually. I think the coolest thing is that every single state is different um, no matter what that looks like if it's from CDEs to LDEs if that's their state convention to the students in the Blue Jackets but one really cool thing that I got to experience was when I was out in Idaho for their state convention I felt like I was part of history because the Delaware Delegates at the Idaho State Convention approved that they were now going to have a potato evaluation contest um, for their career development events. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe that one, they didn't have it already being the potato yeah. state that they are. But also it was the realization of like, I think I'm here, I'm witnessing history right in front of me. So that was a really cool experience. And I don't know, after that, I was thinking maybe we should bring potato evaluation up here to Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> we grow a lot of fall potatoes, that is for sure. Will you get to all 50? You've got 17 left, if my math is right. Will you get to all 50 states?
9: You know, unfortunately, I probably won't. Um... I won't be able to make it up to Alaska or down to Hawaii but it was kind of crazy because initially when we got the states that we were going to be traveling to to conventions I was going to Hawaii Um, but because of COVID and some restrictions on their end they continued a virtual convention this year so I was super bummed but I did get the incredible opportunity to still zoom in with them meet with their members and their state officers which was so much fun and granted I would have loved to be in person it was so great to connect with them in the ways that we could
1: you're still in office until October the next convention what's still ahead for you as far as travels and you met some famous people? I don't know. You met the president or whoever?
9: <laughs> so I haven't met the president, uh, but we have some pretty cool things coming up here in the next few months. We're actually on the tail end of our travel, our big travel convention season, um, with June being our busiest month, one place to the next. So I have one more convention remaining, and then I'll go to a few FFA camps in Oklahoma and New Mexico. And then after that, we'll head out to Washington, D.C., where we'll have our state officer summit. So. All of the state officers nationwide will come together um, in D.C. We'll have a conference together, which I'm so excited for, and we are already planning for, which I just – I. I'm so excited to see them all in one place. And then um, another really great thing before we really kick off our convention planning season is our team is actually going to go international to South Africa. So I'm very excited for that. Never going international before. Um, but what better people to go with than uh, my fellow national officer teammates. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, but you're exactly right. It's almost convention season, and we're just about gearing up to go full swing into everything that's ahead of us. So,
1: And again... Courtney Zimmerman, you think she's excited about having that position as the uh, national officer of Central Region. And when you talk to her, she she loves what she's doing. She embraces every moment. She really does, and she's enthusiastic and did a great job at the Wisconsin FFA convention. And every convention she goes to, she's going to take a lot of enthusiasm for FFA and agriculture with her, supporting the young people. Courtney Zimmerman from over there at Spencer. We're going to find another guy that's enthusiastic about what he does. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in he, We'll check in with him next.
6: What better way to celebrate all things agricultural than with a good old country music concert? Farm Tech Fest. Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. On-site camping available. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com That's farmtechfest.com A huge thank you to some of the great sponsors. Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, and many more.
2: For those who work in acres, not in hours.
1: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's go over and talk to Rocky over there, Premier Livestock in Withy and uh, Rocky, I, I came by the the shop, the plant, the sale barn on Sunday, on my way home from the uh, Loyal Dairy Breakfast. You still got a lot of stuff in that lot. We do. We do. But it was a good sale? Yeah. No,
7: everything uh, went great. Like I told a few people, I said it's not quite like the spring sales, but uh, hey, it was uh, very good, and we're looking forward to another one in August. Oh, you
1: are? You bet. August 26th. All right. Well, we'll talk about that, too, as we go along. But, uh... First things first, what's been happening at the sale barn over there in the Withy Country all so far this week?
7: Uh, thank you Bob and uh, good morning everyone this is our uh, yesterday's special feeder cattle auction shaped up we did sell 635 head of feeder cattle market was very strong uh, especially on the new crop beef calves uh, most of them, new crop calves sell them 140 to 19750 uh, yearlings 130 to 185 uh, Holstein steers most weights most classes from a dollar to a dollar Uh bread beef cows mostly from 1100 to 1700 and beef breeding bulls up to 1900 next special feeder cattle auction will be on july 5th uh today uh, wednesday we do have our hay auction at 9 30 a.m do have a nice run of hay today we got lots of new crop hay uh and then 11 o'clock a.m we get started with our dairy cattle auction auction features 100 cow herd uh gonna be a 75 pound average 98 cell count uh they'll be on test gonna be 40 years of ai breeding uh, coming from the Wolf family out of Minnesota, uh, here's twelve fancy fresh cows. Uh, they're selling their herd one load at a time. Been selling very nice cows on the herd. Jim and Rhonda Danke out of Fall Creek. Here's twelve Jersey cows, all milk and all bred back. Eight fancy fresh parlor freestall cows milking ninety to one eleven from Z and Z Farms. Uh, we also have a nice registered Red Holstein bull for the sale today. He's big enough for cows. He's also polled. Um, and then we got free ice cream today. Free soft serves ice cream uh, this week. Uh, next week celebrating June Dairy Month uh, so come on over get an ice cream cone and buy some cows uh, more detailed information at uh, com. questions call us at Premier 715-229-2500 couple auction reminders coming up next w- next week uh, Tuesday uh, that is going to be our special monthly dairy heifer auction we do have one complete heifer dispersal calves through springers uh, they're going to have 125 heifers off that one dairy uh, we're expecting around 500 head of dairy heifers and then next like I said at the top next big machinery auction is going to be on August 26th uh, you guys got consignments to bring where well, you could start bringing stuff in uh, at any time and we will be taking consignments until we are full so
1: that's the way it shaped up Bob sounds good were you an FFA when you were down in Missouri growing up yes sir were you really were you a chapter officer or a state officer or anything like that
7: no nope, nope, nothing we uh, our team did take uh, second in Missouri State Dairy Cattle judging, though.
1: Oh, did you really? Good for you. Well, yeah. you followed, but you're in the right business then.
7: Yep, nope. Got lots of great experiences with FFA, so.
1: Where did you have your state convention down there? Spring Kansas field? City. Oh, it wasn't Kansas City. All right. Well, yep. You went to the big town then, huh?
7: Yep, yep. Well, that
1: wasn't uh, a little over an hour from where we were at, so. Yeah, well, that's good. All right, Rocky, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. What's the weather going to be like? We're looking at Saturday. We'll find out. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and featuring Joe Nichols as well. Camping, food, and fun Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com, sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, and many more.
2: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Well, let's check with our expert, shall we? That's Mike Dandry over there in the Skywarn 13 weather room as far as our weather. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Well, I'm doing wonderful. This looks like a beautiful forecast. I'm a little nervous about Saturday in that rain with the dairy breakfast and a lot of activities going on on the weekends during June. Is that uh, all day part of the day what do you look at it
10: well it
11: looks like uh, we have a kind of a scattered chance of some uh showers but like in the early morning and then into the mid-morning and early afternoon and then uh, the chances kind of dwindle later on in the afternoon but well, that kind of puts, uh, no pun intended here, but it kind of puts a damper
1: on the dairy breakfast, of course. Yeah, it'll slow things down, but people are tough. They'll still show up. But oh. otherwise, this is a nice forecast you got for us. Yeah, not not too bad. And I was going to say, well,
11: we're we're all uh, hardy Wisconsinites, so I think that we can handle it because we're tough. And uh, otherwise, for today, well, it's just a beautiful day. Uh, mostly sunny conditions and temperatures climbing to the low to mid 80s. Tonight, fairly comfortable, too. We'll still have that uh, northwest wind, but that'll start to calm down later on in the evening, mainly clear and uh, temperatures in the low 60s. Now, tomorrow, our winds start to shift out of the south again. We'll still have sunshine, but that southerly wind really going to make a difference in that heat and humidity yet again as we climb to the upper 80s and potentially hit that 90-degree mark again uh, for tomorrow. And we have some clouds that will start to roll in tomorrow night. Maybe just a stray chance of some showers and storms throughout the overnight, but uh, really mostly staying dry and lows dipping to the upper 60s. For Friday, that's when we have a better chance at some showers and storms later on, but uh, otherwise partly cloudy and temperatures in the mid-80s, so still starting to cool off a little bit. And then Saturday, that's when those chances for showers and storms really start to cool things down. Low 80s in store for Saturday. And by Sunday, that's when things dry out and really cool off. We'll have that northwest wind again and actually get pretty breezy at times. And our high temperatures in the low 70s with mainly sunny conditions. Also seeing sunny for Monday with temperatures in the upper 70s. And then Tuesday, that gives us just a very slim chance of some showers and storms. Otherwise, in the low 80s, which runs right on par with what we should see for this time of year anyways. Otherwise, we've got uh, just a few clouds out there. Thin clouds fairly at that and a temperature of 66 degrees in Eau Claire, and a much more comfortable dew point of 55 degrees.
1: Yeah, it's a gorgeous morning out there.
11: I would say so. Great morning to, uh, well, get any work done, and uh, walk the dog if you must. There you go. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) You bet, Bob. Have a good one.
1: You too. Mike D'Andrea over there at Skywarn 13. Taking a look at the weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings, and as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com.
2: Wax one oh four point five and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Well, Twenty two minutes now before six o'clock, sixty six degrees. Time to get some local news. Morgan McCarthy is in the newsroom this morning. Good morning, Morgan.
10: Hey, good morning, Bob.
1: We've been talking about some of these you know, every community has their summer festival. When and you're from Boyceville over there, When. Pickle Festival is a big deal. When's that?
10: That's always in August. That's in August. Yep, that's always right in the middle of August because it's uh, always hot. Uh, <laughs> the, like most festivals no. once the weather fires up, that means it's fair time, right? Oh,
1: that is for sure. So, But we'll keep that uh, on the back of our mind. Middle August, we'll have Pickle Fest.
10: Oh, I'm going to save you a spot on the back of the float, Thatta so boy. you better perfect Thatta your it, wave there. there. Get you your go. sash ready. You know,
1: I was watching them wave, and I... I can't get that wave. I don't know. the way. Rest, wrist, arm, arm. I don't know. I'll teach it you how. Okay, good. Sometimes All
10: right. people just use one finger, though, when you're around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to that one. <laughs> yeah, from the 715 newsroom, we're going to start with headlines that keep us pretty close to our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Now, we do have some more answers about last week's murder in Eau Claire. As the sheriff's office yesterday said, 46-year-old Eddie Banks was shot and left for dead in the ditch off Mallard Road late last week. And investigators now say they're looking for 36-year-old Philip Novak as a suspect in that case. The sheriff says Novak may be in the Northwoods, possibly the UP. But authorities are asking if you have any information, you take that to them. In some other headlines, we stretch to Barron County, where investigators say last month's deadly house fire was not intentional. The state's Department of Justice yesterday said there's no evidence that the fire was an intentional act. No one's saying just what may have caused that. However, you likely remember on May 12th, there were three people that died in that fire. Looking into other headlines, we go to the Madison area and the political stage with Governor Tony Evers signing an executive order prohibiting price gouging for gasoline and diesel fuel. It's
12: putting people on notice that our Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection now has the ability to respond to, uh, to complaints.
10: The average price across the state is about 483 There are some signs in the valley that's showing it a little lower. You can expect those traffic hiccups back in our area again ahead of Blue Ox, and that'll be the Crescent Avenue to North Town Hall Road area. Pretty used to that happening this time of year as those music festivals take over. But just a heads up there, if that's part of your morning commute and start planning for that again. And we're going to take a little road trip to Michigan. A mystery of a well-constructed below-ground bunker has been solved, and it also means there'll be some shovels for local kids, right, Trey?
3: Turns out a teenage boy and his friends were responsible for creating the 15 by 15 dugout. His mother called authorities to clear things up after seeing the bunker on the news. A hiker stumbled across it and called authorities, saying he was concerned it may have been built by a militia group. No charges are expected to be filed, but the boys will have to fill the hole. I'm Trey Thomas. And
10: from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy. Send you back to Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. Thank you, ma'am. Anytime, Bob. All right,
1: Morgan in the newsroom. And uh, we're about 19 minutes before 6 o'clock as we look at some of the news and markets on Wax. Brought to you by and Sales. Auction schedules online at Christiansonsonsales.com. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford will be having an on-site real estate and personal property auction thursday june 30th in the stetsonville area it's the bryce hinkey estate and it's on castle drive northwest of stetsonville featuring a five-bedroom three-bath house on 49 acres of land a 36 by 64 foot storage building and a 24 by 32 foot insulated shop there will be an open house on june 11th from 10 30 until noon but the sale will be thursday june 30th the bryce hinkey estate sale from christensen sales of abbotsford
2: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: 17 minutes before 6 o'clock and we do have markets but lots of things going on as we continue through summer. Jill, some of those things are.
0: Well today in Chippewa County there's a farmer appreciation dinner from 4 to 8 at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds.
1: Yeah, it won't be long. uh, I think the guys from Bloomer still do that. They'll get their grills out, and they'll start making chicken here. It won't be too long later on this morning and this afternoon, so it's a good, good meal, too. What else is happening? Well,
0: Stanley FFA alumni is doing a sub-sandwich sale on Friday, starting at 9 o'clock until gone, at Hanson's IGA.
1: Now that's a good one. They have about a, I don't know, they make about about a 40 or 50-foot sub-sandwich, and then they cut it off in six inch chunks and you can buy it and take it home
0: yeah it sounds like you know we i don't know that we ever have to cook when we've got all these stuff
1: stuff <laughs> on the menu a lot to eat that's for sure and, and you were mentioning earlier the uh ellsworth cheese curd festival this week friday and saturday over in ellsworth what'd you say three tons six tons or what how many th- Yeah, three tons, three
0: of, three cheese tons curds. of
1: cheese curds wow so yeah you won't get hungry around this area what else is happening
0: Well, there are still those dairy breakfasts happening on Saturday, and Buffalo County is having their dairy breakfast from 7 to 11 at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. And then Sunday, we have quite a few choices. We can go to the Colby Dairy Breakfast on Sunday from 7 to noon at Gums Farms. Um, Also on Sunday, you can go to Greenwood Dairy Breakfast. That's from 7 to 1, and that's at Jeremy and Hannah Olson. You can also, if you're in the Marathon County area, Marathon County June breakfast is from 8 till 1230 at the Philip Waters Farm. And if you're looking for a tractor pull, you can head on up to Rice Lake on Saturday. Pull starts at 4 o'clock. It's a tractor pull. Um, it's quite a few classes, it looks like. And they're also having a lot of other events June 25th and 26th, so this weekend up in Rice Lake, Hungry Hollow Showgrounds.
1: Yeah, and the New Auburn FFA, when FFA alumni will have that tractor, they restored uh, that you can get raffle tickets on. So lots of things going on around the area. So by golly, get out and enjoy some of those things, like tonight, the Chippewa Chicken Dinner at the fairgrounds. Keeping it rural.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: It is for 14 minutes before six o'clock. 62 degrees out there. Looking for a high of 82. Let's roll on over to hear from Jim Lindsay and Equity El
5: Choice beef steers and heifers, dollar twenty to a dollar forty. We had a top of dollar forty-three and a half. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.20 to $1.40. High-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.34 to $1.39. We had a top of $1.42. Choice Holstein steers, $1.20 to $1.33. Select, underfinished, heavyweight, oversized steers, and heifers, $1.19 and down. Top 20% of the colour cows sold from $84 to 99 We had a top of $1.04. 60% of the cows sold from 61 to 83 The bottom 20% of the cows sold from $0.60 cents a pound and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from $90 to $1.12. Bottom 20% of their organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cold bulls sold from 75 to a dollar Thin full horn and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95 pounds up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to 175 dollars per head. Light and poor quality calves sold for from 78 dollars per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from one hundred to two hundred and seventy five dollars per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on June seventeenth. Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar twenty to a dollar seventy, six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar fifteen to a dollar seventy six, three to six hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar fifteen to a dollar sixty-four, six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar ten to a dollar fifty nine. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, ninety to a dollar forty. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, eighty to a dollar twenty. We're now selling organic cattle at the Altoona market on Tuesday. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by eleven a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, July eighth. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to the upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at seven one five. 835-3104 835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day.
6: Loyal Wisconsin day. is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols.
7: Cause I've been waiting
6: food and fun wednesday night july 13th just south of loyal get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com that's farmtechfest.com sponsored by rooney grain partners bank plus many more
2: wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
1: all right, let's get over to Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford sale bar. We've been talking about a lot of activities this weekend. you got a big one, too, coming up on Saturday, Jerry. What's that pull you're going to?
12: Yeah, we do. Uh, Hamburg uh, Hamburg track pull over here in, uh, well, uh, North Central Marathon County. North Marathon, everybody knows for Hamburg. They yeah, yeah. have a great pull every year. And so hopefully the weather will cooperate, and that'll be Saturday morning on the uh, 25th. So. All
1: right, you're the announcer?
12: Oh, yeah. I've oh, been doing good. that for several years.
1: Good. All right. So over there in Hamburg, tractor pull on Saturday morning. What time do you start? About 10, 11? Uh, what depends? Uh,
12: yeah, I think the, they're tentatively starting for 11, but maybe they'll look at the weather and maybe they'll move it up a
1: little bit. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. All right. So we'll wait for that. But in the meantime, what's been going on over at the Stratford Barn so far this week?
12: Well, uh, we are at Wednesday already, but Bob will update uh, what's going on the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford. Bob, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. On the cow market this week, these are conventional cows, uh, fully steady market, higher yielding cows are selling mostly from 77 to 90, uh, top so far this week in the cow market at 93. Most of the cows this week, 60 to 76, and your thin cows, uh, like carcass cows below the $60 money. Organic market from yesterday's auction, uh, higher yielding organic cows are selling from a dollar to a dollar 10. Uh, lower yielding organic, those are below a dollar. On the uh, getting back out to the bull market, conventional type bulls uh, uh, this week, selling mostly from $1.05 to $1.15, uh, lighter weight bulls uh, 95 and below. Uh, taking a look at the calf market, uh, good demand continues this week on the Holstein bull calves, mostly from one 100- hundred. 25 uh monday's auction we did top at 235 heifer calves this week mostly 40 to 80 up to 130 beef calves are those selling from 175 to 350 uh also topped at 380 so far this week and we'll have an update on the fed cattle most of our fed cattle are sold today and speaking about today we get underway here at Bradford this morning at 10 o'clock full marketing day Uh, Cow cows, of course, as I said, fed cattle, Uh, sheep, hog, and goats, feeder cattle sale will be a noontime start here today, and also uh, keep in mind our auction tomorrow does start at 11 o'clock. And looking ahead a little bit into July, in uh, fact, July 12th will be a special dairy sale here at Stratford. We've got a complete herd dispersal, organic milking cows, bred heifers. Uh, these are very, very, very nice herd of cows. So put that date on your calendar. Know it's a ways out. But uh, July 12th, and uh, we'll have more to say about that as the time gets closer. And, of course, that information is on our website at Equity Co-op click on the Stratford page. So Bob, that's uh, what we have this morning. Boy, a nice, sleep morning and a nice morning to
1: sleep in, but boy, you take a look at the sunrise, uh, I guess you got to get up and get at her, huh? Absolutely. The shank of the day, baby. So uh, we'll enjoy it. You have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. Bob, you
12: also, and uh, right. Uh, maybe it'd be a good day to take the old
1: convertible out, huh? Oh, it'll get some miles today. All right, Bob. See you in the morning. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Agriculture
2: it's a Wisconsin way of life.
1: Wax one hundred four
2: point five, and the Midwest Farm Report
1: and Synergy Cooperative bringing us our look at the markets this morning. Board of Trade was lower yesterday with rain and moderate temperatures ahead, and lower again overnight. July corn down a nickel at seven fifty-five. December corn down eleven at six ninety a bushel. Oats down nineteen at six seventeen. Wheat. Down thirteen at nine sixty one. July soybeans overnight down fifteen at sixteen sixty five. Out to November down twenty two cents at fourteen eighty eight and meal down two hundred sixty a ton at four hundred twenty eight dollars and seventy cents. Country elevator prices.
0: Doomers grain of Holman at Buck Country Arcadia. Corn is at seven thirty seven with soybeans at sixteen twenty nine. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location. Corn is at seven oh two with soybeans at sixteen fourteen.
1: Now the Doomers and Buck Country, the corn's a little different, isn't it? Both yes, places? it
0: was. I missed it. Corn at Holman is at six uh, seven thirty-seven, but the corn in Arcadia is at seven twenty-seven.
1: Very good. Thank you. And on our DTN screen, Golden Plump today. Corn is seven thirty-one a bushel. Baldwin at six ninety two. The beans sixteen oh six. Durand also has corn at $6.92 with the beans at $15.96. Mondovi's corn is $6.92. Their beans are $1601. Elmwood, $6.97 and $1606. At Fall Creek, the corn is $677. Beans $1591. Osseo over $7.702 a bushel on the corn. $1606 on the soybeans. Elk Mound, $701 and sixteen eleven. dollars Sparta corn $6.96. Beans at sixteen fifteen. Ellsworth 677 and 1581 at the Ethanol plants. Boyceville's Corn at 740. Stanley is uh, seven hundred fifteen and New Richmond 710. Barrel cheese up a cent and a quarter, two hundred seventeen, blocks down four and a half to two ten. A pound butter down a penny at two ninety-three. June class three up one at twenty-four thirty-one. Then prices went down. July at 2327, August 2386, September down 19 at 2372, October down 14 at 2356. And a quick look at our weather forecast. And again, our weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. And don't forget, again, the food trucks are at Marquardt's Lake Halley location today. Every Wednesday this summer from 11 to 2. Check out the food trucks today and uh, get yourself some good food. Sunday in 83, northwest winds, keeping that humidity out. It should be a good one. We're about, uh, well, we're looking at 90 tomorrow. We're at 66 right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com
2: in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.